Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. <clears throat> Today we continue our study of the book of Joshua, the Sefer Yehoshua. We study chapter 14. If you recall, in chapter 13, we had the um, review of Moshe, Moses, that's Moses giving the, um, apportioning the conquered lands on the east side of the Jordan, <coughs> apportioning them to Reuven, Gud, and half of the tribe of Manasseh, and the boundaries and the borders that each one received and the cities that each one received. Uh, we're continuing on that theme in 14. So, these, uh, so that we just talked about the ones that they got in the land across the the uh, the Jordan and on the east side before they crossed the Jordan into the west. But these that we're about to mention are those that that the children of Israel inherited within the land of Canaan, which was given to them by as inheritance by the, the following two leaders, Elazar the Kohen, the son of Aaron, son of Aaron, who was the high priest, and Yehoshua ben Nun, Joshua the son of Nun, who was the leader that took over after Moshe, and the heads of the tribes for the tribes of Israel. The portions that fell to them uh, in, the lot, in the lottery, just as God had commanded in the, uh, through Moshe, to the remaining nine and a half tribes. Why? Kinasan, again a review. Kinasan, Moshe, Nachalat, because Moshe had already given the portion of the two and a half tribes, on the other side of the Jordan. But he did not give anything to the Levites. Because the sons of Joseph were two were divided into two tribes. This is the, the, the verse is explaining how it ended up being 12. In other words, there were 12, one of whom was Levi, who was excluded, brings it down to 11, but then the sons of Joseph were two, Manasseh and Ephraim, who then made it 12 again because Joseph was divided into two. That's why it was nine and a half tribes left to, to inherit land on the west side of the Jordan. And a portion had not been given to the Levites for in the land. Except for they were, the Levites were given some cities in which to live. And the, um, the uh, area, the pastures around them for their sheep and for their belongings to use that area. Just as God had commanded Moshe, so the people of Israel did, and they divided up the land. Now, we didn't describe yet the borders and boundaries of for the nine and a half, because we have, we're about, we're, which we're about to do, but before that, there's a slight, um, <coughs> a, a little tangent we're about to go on. Which goes as follows. Vayigshu, this is verse six now in chapter fourteen. Vayigshu v'nei Yehuda, and the sons of Judah approached El Yoshua by Gilgal. They approached the leader Joshua in Gilgal, where they were encamped. Vayomer Elov, Kolev ben Yefuneha Kanizi, and a member of the tribe of Judah, a venerable elderly member 
of that tribe. Remember, Yoshua was on in years, and Kalev, that's Caleb, the son of Yifuneh, the Kenizi from the family of the Kenizi family from Judah, said to Yoshua, said to Joshua as follows, now, remember, Kolev, we haven't heard from him in quite a while, but he was Yehosh, the fellow spy that went with the 12 spies, and 10 of them came back with a bad report, and Joshua and Caleb, Yehoshua and Kolev together were the two good ones, and the ones that came back with the good report, and Yehoshua and Kolev were the ones who therefore survived to come in and inherit the land. So Kolev says as follows, Ben Arboim Shano Anochi, I was 40 years old when Moses, when Moshe sent me, Moshe the servant of God sent me when we were camped in Kadesh Barnea to come and search out the land. And I came back with a report and returned with, with, to Moshe with a report which was honest and direct from my heart. While the the, my brothers, my brethren who came up to the land of Israel with me to spy it, himsivet leva'am, they turned away the hearts of the people, they made the people depressed, however, I was strong and staunchly loyal to the Lord my God. And Moshe swore to me on that day as follows, that absolutely the land which your feet searched, that part of the land of Israel that you searched, will be yours for an inheritance and for your descendants at Olam forever. Why? Because you were um, faithful to the Lord my God, Moshe says. And now, God has given me life just as he promised. He's allowed me to be here until the time and the moment when we are about to um, about to, to actually inherit the land that we just conquered. This has now been 45 years since God has spoken these words to Moshe. And during the 40 of those years, the people of Israel uh, were wandered about the, the wilderness. And now I am 85 years old. So he was sent when he was 40. 40 years they wandered the desert and now five years of conquering. Now I'm ready to inherit the land that I was promised. Odeni hayom chazak. I am still a strong man, just like I was strong and healthy in the day that Moshe sent me, just like I had my strength and my vitality then, I am also have that same strength now. I can go to war, I can go and come, I can do, I can act, I, can, I am not, uh, I have not aged in, in terms of my physical vigor. Please give me this mountain that God spoke about on that day because you heard on that day that there were giants there and there were big cities, fortified cities. This is, this is the language that the spies came back with. 
Ulai Adonai Osivahorashtim Kasher Diber Adonai. I will get rid of these giants from this mountain, which is the place where I had spied out. And those big cities, I can fight, I can lead, uh, you know, uh, uh, the, the fight to conquer that land and inherit it for myself. And what land was this? We're about to find out. Joshua blessed him. And he gave the city of Hebron, Hebron, to Kalev, the son of Yifuna, as a place to inherit. Alkain, therefore, Hebron, which did land in the Judah, the tribe of Judah's portion, but that specific town and area was given to Kalev ben Yifuna, Knizi Lenachala as an inheritance, Arhayomazeh until this day. Because he was faithful to the Lord God, the Lord of Israel. And the name of Hebron used to be called Kiryat Arba. So it, the, the verse here identifies, make sure you understand that Hebron and Kiryat Arba are one and the same. Arba. Uh, the, the, the Kiryat Arba means the place of Arba, the town of Arba. Arba was a man who was the largest of the giants. Possibly his name might have been Arba because he was as big as four people, four normal people. Because um, Arba is the, means four. And the land was quiet from war. So, um, so, Kalev uh, uh, was able to conquer and receive the land of Hebron. And um, this is the little tangent that we went upon before we discussed the boundaries of Judah. So this concludes chapter 14 of Joshua, where God fulfills his promise to Kalev, to Caleb, um, and um, at a venerable age of 85. Thank you so much for studying Joshua chapter 14. Looking forward to studying chapter 15 and the rest of this book of Joshua together.